This is the Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence, and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology, and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies, and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hi there, thank you so much for joining, and it's great to be back with you. In this episode, I wanted to talk to you about how I designed and delivered some events for Northumbrian Waters Innovation Festival. Now, this was all online. And what Northumbrian Waters Innovation Festival is, they describe it as a unique event where Glastonbury meets tomorrow's world. And it's a whole week online dedicated to sprinting and hacking our way to solutions to some of the water sectors, environmental and societal challenges. And it brings loads of different people together. So the supply chain, key stakeholders, customers, employees, anyone who wants to get involved in the festival can get involved. And in fact, over a week, they have over 9,000 people from different companies, organisations, businesses right across the world. And 3,000 school pupils and young people as well take part in different sessions. And how it works is, I don't know if you're familiar with the term innovation sprint, and I'm sure you are. The innovation sprint is all about really solving a problem or making the most of an opportunity in a structured way through creative thinking and collaboration and it can be done face to face and also online through online workshops and virtual facilitation of course. The term sprint has really been made popular in recent years by Jake Knapp's book. So Jake Knapp was from Google Ventures, they created this process which is about getting from an idea to a prototype really, really quickly using the best ideas from the people working on the project. And they created a book and it's since been made popular. Now, that is one process. It's one methodology. And I personally prefer to curate different tools and techniques and put things together in a bespoke way because I think every sprint is different. And although the term sprint and this process of innovation feels like it's sort of pretty new over recent years, it's actually not. The first person who on record came up with a process for creative problem solving is actually a guy called Alexander Osborne, who in the 1950s had an advertising agency in America. And what he wanted to do was to make his agency more effective, more profitable, and he wanted to grow it. And he thought, well, how can we actually replicate this level of creativity? So he came up with something called the creative problem solving process, which worked really well in his agency. And he was a good guy. He also introduced it to schools because he wanted school children to get better at creative problem solving for life as well. Now, Alexander Osborne's version of creative problem solving is to an extent different from the Jake Knapp sprint process and all the modern sprinting that goes on today. But actually, you know, some of the techniques are still rooted in that 1950s work. The whole process of starting with a clear problem or opportunity statement 
having ideas in response to that, selecting ideas, developing them, sharpening them and you know, making them work and testing them through prototypes and experiments and so on, that still is really consistent from where Alexander Osborne was in the 1950s. There are lots more methodologies as well. So things like design thinking, you may have come across. And look, I've got videos and other resources on how to run an innovation sprint online and in person and also lots of design thinking resources as well. So, so that's what an innovation sprint is. And the Northumbrian Water event is an annual event. And it's all about getting a whole range of topics and bringing people together to develop solutions for those topics. So pretty good. And I've facilitated there for the last three years. So that's an introduction to what the festival is. In terms of the events that I was designing and facilitating, this year I did two events the first one was a two-day event and it's all about the value of water in this country we take water for granted we turn out you know we turn on the tap and out it comes and 99.9% of the time it's clean it's fresh it's tasty it has all the right balance of everything it needs to have we can trust our water very very rarely do we run out of water and very, very rarely is there a problem. Now, because of this, we sort of take water for granted, and it really is an incredibly precious resource. And as the population grows, as climate change happens, it's going to be more and more challenging to make sure, you know, over time there's enough water to go around. So we really need to start to value water. And also, if we value water, it means that our energy use has decreased because we're not wasting water. So the whole energy and cost and effort of producing lots and lots of water goes down as well. So there are other environmental benefits of making sure that we don't waste water. So that was one sprint. The second sprint was a one day sprint, which I did for Kielder Forest and Water Park, which is a charitable trust. And I help them out whenever I can. And we were looking at how Kielder can influence climate change with the many visitors, employees, people who encounter Kielder. So some really interesting and great sessions. From a facilitation point of view is really interesting because all online sessions, but with different audiences. So in the first one on value of water, lots of marketing people, some agency people, creatives, people who were used to digital tech and on the climate change one with Kielder, there were people who were less familiar with tech and from different backgrounds. So loved both of them, but really, really interesting. Now, these events were really successful and it all came down to the design and then the management of the event on the day. So the first thing is that I started off with a really clear understanding of what my client, who's Northumbrian Water in the first case and Kielder Forest and Water Park in the second, wanted to get out of the events and what success looked like. And I've talked a little bit about that just now. And the second thing is to understand the audience and the participants. Now, there are what we try and do is cultivate a really mixed group for sprints, around about 25 people, but with lots of different diverse opinions, talents, perspectives, and, and all of that. So really needed to make sure that whatever we did really catered for that audience. Be very clear on time constraints. 
So you know, what time have we got? Are there times where delegates need to go off and do something else to do with the festival? And really taking into account the challenges of doing things online with people who maybe aren't used to Zooming or who aren't used to using things like virtual whiteboard tools and really thinking about that. Now, it went really, really well. One of the things we did was we sent out a how to use Zoom little guide and also how to use Miro. So Miro was my tool of choice for the sessions. Miro, if you don't know Miro, it's M-I-R-O and it's a virtual whiteboard and it is just so easy for people to grab a sticky note, type into the sticky notes and move the sticky notes onto the whiteboard wherever they want it to go. And you can have everybody working on the same whiteboard at the same time from wherever they are virtually. They can upload images, create shapes, just stick in text. It's very, very easy. You know, if somebody is okay using a Word document or a PowerPoint document, then they pick up something like Miro super quick. But because we were using Zoom, which some people were not all were familiar with, and Miro, which fewer people were familiar with, then sending out a little warm-up virtual whiteboard for people to practice with, to put something on that's fun and to you know, feel confident with before they join the session. One of the sessions, because I had more people who weren't familiar with Miro, I actually opened a lobby before the session starts half an hour early and said, look, if you want to hop on and come and play um, with Miro with me for half an hour before the event kicks off, then you're welcome to join. I'll be there. And quite a few people actually took me up on that. And that meant we could really accelerate and get into the context of the day as well. So I would say try not to use too many tools in your design. You know, pick one maybe two. So you've got your virtual platform like Zoom or it might be Microsoft Teams or another that you're using. And then pick one, possibly two, but I would try and stick to one if you can, other tool that you use alongside that. Because people need to split their screens. They're working from home. They might be working from a small laptop. They might have some internet connectivity challenges, some bandwidth challenges and so on. So really making sure that you keep it simple, keep it creative, but make it really straightforward for people to use. And the other thing that I really wanted to make sure that we did, and is, is part of the sprint process anyway, is to have some fantastic lightning talks. So we're asking people to generate ideas, but really it's so helpful if there are stimuli for people to bounce off, you know, if people to, to riff off and develop their thinking from. And a lightning talk is essentially, it's five or 10 minutes. It's a creative talk where there's a key point to be made or a couple of key points max. It isn't a long drawn out slide deck presentation that you know is just in the very traditional sense it's somebody talking it's somebody talking about their experience it's somebody sharing expertise it's somebody giving a different insight um, from what the delegates may have already considered on the topic in hand and the whole purpose of the lightning talk is to understand the challenge from the user's perspective or the customer's perspective or it can be to provide some stimulus insight knowledge for delegates to use so some of the examples of lightning talks that we had we had experts particularly around behavior change in the environmental context people changing their behaviors for sustainability benefits and seeing climate change differently 
for instance. And that really gave people some fantastic food for thought. We had some great speakers. The other thing is to make it really visual. And it's so easy just to ask people to do a load of post-it notes online or in person for something. What I did is I created different boards with images in the background. I asked delegates to make storyboards using images as well as words. We use shapes and different sort of graphic treatments of things so that it wasn't just sticky note after sticky note after sticky note all day. And I personally have been a delegate in sessions, not at the Innovation Festival, but elsewhere, where it's really been a day of typing out sticky notes into a screen and just one thing after another after another, just doing the same old, same old. So keep it really visual, keep it interesting. And tools like Miro connect, you can connect them with Google Chrome and just upload images really quickly. You know, it's fantastic. So keep it visual. The other thing was bursts of fun and energy. It's really draining because these sessions were running from right, half past nine in the morning through to four o'clock-ish in the afternoon, four, four thirty. And of course, there's a break for lunch and there are some you know, proper breaks in there. But still, it's a lot of screen work. So we did some physical fun things. We actually, after lunch, a couple of singers dropped in and did some work with us where we gave them a theme and they sang a song about it. And it was such good fun. It was brilliant. So they were singing songs about the work that we'd done in the morning and it only took 10 minutes. But you know what? It really set us up and energised us for the afternoon. So thinking creatively, in the festival, they're called pockets of fun. What pockets of fun, five or 10 minutes, can you pop in here and there just to really lift it, keep the mood positive and keep everybody really energized and enjoying the session. And I think as well, when you are facilitating and you've got people working on tools such as a virtual whiteboard like Miro, then get them to make sure they have conversations. I was in and out the breakout rooms and making sure that everybody was okay and, and you know, doing all right, which they were. I facilitate with quite a light touch. If everybody's okay, then I leave them to it. But I just do a light check-in. But sometimes people can get really focused on doing their post-it notes and typing their things in. And you can drop into a breakout room and nobody's speaking because they're all sitting there typing. Now, a few minutes of reflection and personal thought is great. But where they're doing that in, in every session then or for a full breakout, then I think, you know, just give them a nudge and say, you've got Zoom open so that you can have a conversation and then make the sticky notes a result of that conversation. So really make sure that you're in there, you know, you're checking in, making sure everybody's doing okay and doing any troubleshooting, but also prompting people to have great conversations and a bit of fun. They could put some background music on in their breakout rooms, you know, and really just enjoy being in that space as well. And I love using Miro because if you've got, say, three groups working on three separate boards, you could have them all actually working on the same board. But if you've got them working on three separate ones, it's really easy to see how progress is going. And I have a second screen open where with Miro on and I can see how everybody's doing and how it's going. And if it looks a bit quiet or there seems to be something stalling progress, then I can just pop in and see how they're doing. Now, it really was a fabulous event. And 
I had lots of support from the Northumbrian Water team and also from the Kielder team. They were absolutely awesome and I loved the teamwork in preparing for the sprint as well. So, of course, the, the more closely you can work with your clients, the more you can all enjoy it together, then the better. And I think the final tip is that I designed all of this using a tool called Session Lab. Now, what Session Lab allows you to do is create your facilitation agendas online and you can move things around, you can save them, but also you can share them. And I set up my Session Lab agendas. At first, it was a skeleton agenda and then I sort of thought and developed it and the client had some ideas as well. And we're all able to input into the same document which is designed and structured specifically for facilitation. And also if you join Session Lab, which you can do for free, there are lots of different templates and ideas you can use as well that other Session Lab users have uploaded. So there's lots of inspiration there as well. But I just found Session Lab was a really great collaboration tool. Some of the things that we used as well, I used the Crazy Eights technique to get people scribbling and drawing. So Crazy Eights, if you haven't come across it, you ask every individual to fold their page of A4 so that they come out with eight oblongs, eight boxes. And then they've got a minute that you time. So you go, right, I'm going to do one minute and then stop, another minute and then stop. And you do that eight times. And they spend a minute in each box creating a solution for the challenge in hand and they sketch it write notes, draw it, and it's a load of fun. And what I did was I actually mixed this up. So we did crazy eights. So they had a minute times eight for eight ideas in eight boxes. And I said, right, so you're going to riff off the word ripple, for instance, in this first minute. In the next minute, here's an image. I want you to riff off this image, listen to this music. And while you're listening to the music for the next minute, get some ideas down. So I really combined different stimulus from music, words, pictures, numbers, all sorts of things into that Crazy Eights experience. And it was a lot of fun. And we got some brilliant ideas. The important thing is that the storyboards at the end were super creative and absolutely nailed our challenge. And for both the value of water, where we were aiming to come up with a communication campaign concept, and also the climate change action plan for Kilda, we came out with actionable, innovative ideas that will make a real difference, not just for the client, but for the client's customers, stakeholders, and actually make a small difference to the world we live in. So it's a real privilege to be part of, and I loved every minute of it. I hope you've really enjoyed that. And I just wanted to share this is a, you know, a real life example of design, creativity and some of the things that I do. If you'd like to know more, then do let me know and I'll post some links to all the different resources and other session plans and things like that that I've got. I'll put some links down below in the show notes. Okay, hope you've enjoyed listening. It's been really lovely to have you with me. So thank you so much for joining and um, see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show, brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.